You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to another episode of the Give Your Life Away podcast. We are now in this third third of the year where we're talking about you being a blessing to your local church, you building up the body. We started off the year talking about you before the Lord, your life of holiness. And then we went to the second part of the year where we looked at your life before the unbelieving world, specifically you bringing the gospel to the lost. And now we look at this other area of Christian discipleship where we build up the body. Remember the Great Commission where Jesus tells us to make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and then we teach them to obey all that he's commanded of us. So the Great Commission is us as disciples before the Lord, that's the first part of the year that we looked at, being ones who go and make disciples, that's the evangelism part that we talked about. Now, once they're disciples, we teach them to obey all that Christ has commanded. That's this third part of the year where we look at ways that we can do that. Now, if you've been a Christian for a while, you may have heard your pastor talk about the importance of hearing the word for yourself before you hear it for others. There's that famous idea that people sit in a sermon and when the pastor says something, we think, oh man, Aunt Marge needs to hear that or my brother needs to really hear that. So pastors will often say things like that to get you to think about hearing the word first for yourself and taking it to your own heart before you pray that the Lord would take it to the hearts of others. I've said things like that before and I think they're crucially important. We must first let the word of God deal with, encourage, instruct us before we seek to help others. Now, with that being said, the scriptures tell us to speak the word of God to one another. So as you seek to give your life away to the Lord, seek to know his word more and seek to grow in it regularly so that you are able to actually help others with it. Now, I want to point out two key passages that speak to this, two key New Testament passages. The first is Colossians 3, 15 through 17. Paul says this, And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. That's speaking of relational peace. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. The Apostle Paul is writing this particular part of Colossians, not to pastors, but to the church. And he says that we should let the word of Christ, ultimately that starts with the gospel, the message of the gospel, but really it's the full revelation of Christ, the full revelation found in the scriptures. Let the word of Christ dwell in you. It's inside of you, dwelling in you richly. You're meditating on it. You're singing it. You're thinking it. You're praying it. You're taking it in. Let that dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom. So it's not just that you're going to be someone who takes in the word for yourself only. The New Testament believer is expected to give that word to the people that they love, to give that word to the people in their family, the family of God, their brothers and sisters in Christ. And we do this, we teach and admonish, we teach and warn with wisdom. Sometimes there's a, there's a, There's an upfront rebuke. There's a direct rebuke needed. And sometimes there's a gentle shepherding that's needed. 
So it, you, it might take a different approach each time. You need wisdom to, to determine how to do that. But we are to do it. We're to bring the word to one another. And we, one of the ways we do this is in singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Our singing is yes to the Lord, but it's also to one another. We're reminding one another of truths. So we allow the word of God to dwell in us so that it comes from our hearts and then out our mouths to the brothers, the brothers and sisters that we're seeking to build up. Additionally, Ephesians 4, 11 through 16, listen to this flow of thought here. And he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up of the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a mature manhood. So this is talking about the different roles God gave this early church. He's given some as evangelists, some as apostles, some as prophets, shepherds, teachers. What, what's the purpose of all of those roles? The purpose is that the saints, the believers in Christ, the members of these local churches scattered throughout uh, the, this, this first century culture, that these saints would be would receive the ministry from these different people in these different roles, and they would attain a unity of the faith. So there's this common body of knowledge that they're being instructed in, and that they're knowing, they're learning more about the Son of God, Jesus Christ, and they're growing in his image into a mature manhood. So these first century believers are, are being taught to do the work of ministry which helps one another grow into a mature person to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine. So you might say, you know, you know, sound doctrine is, is a pastor's responsibility. Titus 1.9, it's one of the qualifications of an elder. Sound doctrine is important for pastors. Well, this passage would indicate that sound doctrine is important for the church members to have as well so that they can help one another not be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. Remember, they were taught by these evangelists. They were taught by these apostles and prophets and shepherds and teachers. They were taught by these people to then do the work of ministry to see that one another would not be tossed to and fro by every wind of strange every wind of strange doctrine but they would grow up into the image of Christ so we are to have the truth in us for the benefit of other people verse 15 goes on rather rather than being tossed to and fro speaking the truth in love we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head into Christ so we speak the truth as church members to one another in love so that one another may grow so that our our the individuals in the body of Christ may grow and together then we grow together into the image of Christ. So it is important that you hold to sound doctrine, that you know sound doctrine, that you can teach other people in your church how to be a faithful father according to the scriptures, not according to what the local psychologist says. It's important that you know sound doctrine so that you can teach the young college student that has just converted how to handle his money according to the scriptures, not according to some legalistic thing that some ministry taught once in a while. So we need to know sound doctrine from the word so that we can help people in all kinds of situations. The Holy Spirit here in these two verses, these two passages, I should say, the Holy Spirit is commanding us to speak the word to one another in order to benefit one another. 
We all need the word spoken to us on a regular basis. I believe that Christians are people who want to help one another. They have in them the love of Christ. It's in our hearts to help other other believers and other brothers and sisters. We want to do that. However, sometimes people in the body of Christ may have a heart to help, but they end up giving bad counsel due to a lack of biblical knowledge. Now, this may sound mean. This may not sound politically correct. This may sound harsh. And I'm not trying to discourage people, but it is a reality and it's important truth that we have to come to grips with. There are some Christians who have hearts to help, but they can actually do much harm with the counsel or advice that they offer. They end up giving counsel that sounds more like the world than it does sounding like a biblical truth taught in the Word of God. So you might have some people counsel other Christians to walk away from a marriage when there isn't a provision in the Word of God for that. You might have people counsel others to to retaliate back when they are wronged. That is not what the Bible would say. And so we have people, well-meaning perhaps, that don't follow the scriptures when they give advice to other people in the body. And that's a big problem. So let me challenge you, friend. Learn the word. Learn it as you meditate on it personally. Learn it as you have it preached to you on the Lord's Day. Learn it as you talk to others about the word. Learn it and then speak it to people who are in need. So have the heart to help and have the words to help. Have the truth given from God to help. I'll close this episode by pointing to Paul's recognition of this reality at the church in Rome. He says this, I myself am satisfied about you, my brothers, that you yourself are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge, and able to instruct one another. So friend, Worship the Lord by speaking accurately His Word to your brothers and sisters in Christ. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are alive.